It's no secret the NFL has a problem with race. Think Colin Kaepernick. Think Brian Flores. But this isn't a new problem. It's one that started as far back as the 1930s with a ban on black players in the NFL, with a past that informs the present. Blackballed is a new miniseries podcast from The Ringer about the four men who broke the color barrier in football. I'm your host, Chelsea Stark-Jones. You can find Blackballed on The Ringer NFL feed. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. going to be an interesting show today. Here's what I'm going to tell you. This today is what I would call a rarity in this office. Now that laughter is hiding something, but I'll tell you about that in a minute. I don't know what that means because so far it seems pretty normal, but I'm interested to hear. What I the am on no is. sleep. Oh, Big night of breaking. Yeah, hundreds of packages out this morning. Wow, Jesse boy over there. Ooh. I believe his exact quote was, "My caffeine Adderall brain isn't working much." And he's in a little bit of a downer mood, I would say. Not in a bad way. That's a compliment. No, no, no. I'm in a, a much better mood. Oh. I'm a, you want to shut the radio? <laughs> the red light goes on. All of a sudden, we get happy, Jesse. I don't like this. Well, that's because I bring it for the Take show. Take your okay? mask off. You fake it till you make it. Show the people. what this is. Show the people who you really are. No, on, on Tuesday, I had a very devastating thing happen to me. And on <laughs> Wednesday, I've recovered since then. So It's not as hard. Don't get that out of your heads, people. He's healthy as a horse. No. Here's the thing. Devastating to some. Healthy I, as a leg Some people will horse. understand. I lost my computer. I lost everything on my computer. And like the full IT boy that I am. I just never back anything up. I just assume I assumed I was backing things up because you know why I'm a dummy. That's why. And nothing was backed up. I spent the last, the last 36 hours up until yesterday evening. Uh, when I finally actually recovered everything I lost, I, I couldn't be happier. So I'm there you go. I'm curious to see mood. if when one of my dogs dies, <laughs> who is more sad me at the dog's death, who have literally probably saved my life from killing myself last year. <laughs> Two Dude, years don't ago, say things like that. Mental health, it was true. They they were a huge a, huge asset to me. Or you losing a computer. <laughs> I'm very interested to see. Like one literally has saved that my had, life. You tap a keyboard with your Jimmy Deans. Do you know how much of how? our business stuff was on that computer? How much of uh, my own personal things and then other priorities in my life were okay, on let's, there? Let's cut to the serious stuff. Did we I? Is this going to cost so me any money? Yes or no? Is there anything in this business that's going to affect our business? Your boy fixed everything. We're all good. I I have then since then been on a tear of overly positive things in the hobby, and I wanted to talk about it. 
That's why the positivity today. That's to why the positivity. The Adderall well, I'm nonsense. Also, I'm also nervous. Well, the Adderall nonsense also leads to uh, my tongue not working because I start talking so fast. Yeah, that was so not, a good, not a great warning. He goes, no. also, like, my mouth isn't working today. I was like, wait a minute. I don't ever get that disclaimer. And quite frankly, I sit across from you twice a week. Let's be fair. I mean, 80% for me is a good day anyways for the tongue working. So today is just, we're, we're going to play it by ear. We're going to see how it goes. We got guests. You we know have- a blue whale's tongue is like 2,000 pounds? Don't even start with your fun facts on blue whales, bro. I could go toe for toe all day. All right, poor timing. You're oh. gonna, I'm going to let you swig down that drink. I'm going to let you do the rundown, which I don't know what you have for a rundown. I'm going to go get a monster. I forgot to bring it in. So you... Wait till I leave. I don't want to hear this crap. Okay, go. The rundown. I can do all the whatever weird stuff I want to do. He's gone. Uh, we got a fun show for you today, folks. We're going to talk about are we doomed to repeat the past? It sounds scary, but it ultimately it will have a positive. It's a real gotcha phrase, you know. We're trying to br- draw in the people. Tell we're going to talk about <laughs> we're going to talk about WBC. That's uh, a little baseball for you, fun kids. We're going to talk Disney again because. Wow, something's going on there. Yeah, the perverts didn't give enough. I know. <laughs> Dude. Oh, my gosh. That's okay. Um, we've got a number of interesting uh, athletes, pricing uh, we got to talk about. And then we've got a huge mailbag, along with the infamous Denton and Max, a.k.a. Indy, are going to be joining us for a small segment. They are very young. I think they one's still in college. They maybe both are. But we're going to talk to them about their journey in the hobby, what it's like from their experience, and uh, what they think guys their age are into these days. So there you go. Where we start? Oh, hit your button. Big picture. What is the? I didn't hear this part. Are we? We don't say it's on your sheet. Uh, I I I titled it. Are we doomed to repeat the past? Because yeah, explain this title. So the reason why I named it that was because. What we've seen and what we've heard a lot of people saying. I have to pause you. I'm not (laughs) going to do it all. Explain this to me. Hang on. Before you start talking, do it without talking. Yep. We have to set the premise. Were you thinking about this before you got the message from Luber last night, or is that what set that caffeine skull? No, the Luber thing had nothing to do with it. In fact, if anything, I don't even know if the Luber thing even really affects it. Um, This has nothing to do even with us necessarily. It's just. Overall sentiment of the hobby seems to be turning a little more positive than what it was. But at the same time. In what ways? Well, if you, we, we've already discussed the increase in people at card shows, right? Like there seems to be an overall increase there. Interest. I would agree. We've already heard uh, Ruben, the Fanatics owner, talking very emphatically about how this hobby is going to grow, which has spread like wildfire throughout the hobby. And I would say outside of the hobby as well. So we're seeing maybe some of those people that came in in 2021 left. Maybe they're starting to reenter again as they hear, oh, maybe cards are doing something. Then you see things like the Disney spike. You see the Otani spike. You see there's certain players that are spiking right now and pricing that's just like I it started getting me nervous. Like, oh, there's good things happening. But is it too good? Like, are people just jumping all in all at once no. and we're going to run into a oh, issue where things go too high bubble. too fast but it, it does not feel like that to me it, it, i agree with everything I, it's not there the, yet that's my fear what's like, in that cup be straight hmm, with me. this one's water that one's caffeine all right um i do th- I, I agree shows i think are noticeably better yep i think you've seen me too like my selling has picked up i don't know that i've ever sold like i'm selling the last 30 days really um Granted, that's good product coming out, but also a lot of new guys coming back in 
And I think some of it has to do with the pricing. I think, I think entry level pricing is a massive barrier or has been in the past. Okay. I think it's cool. Now you can come in and I'm, and trust me, this is not going to be like toot my own horn, man. If I ever say that again, <laughs> you can, what's I don't a, know. So a, far I'm hearing a, a lot of tooting. What's so. a poetic type of, of way to say like stab me in the throat. If I ever say that again, that's what I want you to do to me. Um, but I have noticed lately, product has been good. Okay. You thinking about that poetic way yeah, to say I was it? Thinking, I was thinking filet, and then I couldn't think Can of I another. The <laughs> you put an English accent, you can say whatever you want. Fair. Um, <clears throat> product has been good. I do think, too, and actually, I'm just going to talk from my own experience. It doesn't always work, but I think we're seeing, and I know this has been the case for me, I'm a very competitive person. You yep. know this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced I'm going to be taller than you one day. Like, my competitive. You did have that child just because I had one, so that's fair. Well, some of us make male offspring. <laughs> there have been, mul- true or false, multiple occasions that you've said all I needed to do was to have a kid and you'd beat me in every way. That's not true. You've said that Did before. Said that? You've said that before. <laughs> I forget At how- least once or twice. I do forget how bad of a person I am. Um, <laughs> I find my competitiveness in baseball, in other aspects of life, I really work to suppress it. In the card market and in business, I think it's a very, I think it's a, it's a, what am I trying to say? An asset. I think uh-huh. it's a good quality to have. Okay. I'm unreasonable with it though at times. Okay. I have noticed lately other people in the hobby in there's literally, and I'm not saying this to not name drop because I would name drop all the time. If I could remember, I have seen people lately doing things mm-hmm. in breaks. Actually, here's a good example. Matt from flushing the other night, mm-hmm. I jumped into one of his breaks. I go on. He's literally doing baseball, basketball, football, a three sport mixer where you get one team across the board and he's doing this thing where there also is like a giveaway. If you activate it with this, Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't have done similar stuff like that, too. I love that. I don't have the attention span for it. Yeah, I don't. But I looked and I was like, dude, there's and there's guys on other apps. There's guys on other platforms all over the place. Lately, there is a lot of innovation happening, I feel like, on the part of individual sellers. And I think that has a lot to do with it, too. Like lately, I've been doing those black boxes and I'll Mm -hmm. do like, hey, you get to pick your sport you want. You get this extra pack. But I've been doing that because I've seen other people doing it. And I think that is all fueled by what you just brought up, though. We have a lot of new people coming back. Hey, this is my first break. And I started thinking even the other day, I was like, cool. So we're going to do PYTs, 10 PYT breaks a week for the next 18 years. And that's it. <laughs> that's oh, oh no, we'll switch yeah. it up into a random. And I started thinking, I was like, well, forget, let's do that. So I do think the innovative part of, of some sellers has helped. Yep. But again, I think a lot of it comes back down to, to entry point, price point, right? That's fair. Not yeah, everybody's going to go. Definitely drop, a big factor. Yeah. For sure. Like, not everybody's going to go nuts like you and drop 400 bucks and not look at their packages like a you're doing great. What was, the problem with that was I also spent $600 the next day oh. on, on Panini NFTs and I did not win. I never updated the people on that. The the NFT uh, giveaway that was like a physical prize. Like oh, to go to the game. The Timberwolf tickets. Am I going? Did you know that there were only eight people that actually com- completed that challenge? Did, were you one of them? I was not. Three winners and I was not. I got, I did get the best Well, you were one of the eight? I was one of the eight that completed it. For for five hundred and ninety four dollars that Who's I our spent, any contact. Give the guy a t- ticket. <laughs> well, they I did Come end on. it up. Uh, so everybody won like a special Anthony Edwards uh, City Edition card, and I it was the one of eight. So if anything, okay. it is the the more lucrative. Um, but besides that fact, it, I did want to point out what you were saying was the um, as far as people getting into the hobby. I think that's an overall good sign. And my overall sentiment is all of this is positive. The whole like doom to repeat the past is just more of a fear of now that we are seeing because there was another factor football somebody in the mailbag will we'll get to it eventually asked is football do we see football coming making a comeback 
as far as pricing goes. For the first time since December 1st or something, if you look at the card letter index, we are seeing, we've seen an increase in overall volume or uh, pricing of football, of football. That makes sense. For though, the first time since in the last almost five months. That makes sense though. Guys are lo- loading up now for the next season. But then you look at basketball and it's finally leveling up because we've seen nothing but a dip for the last um, basically a year. Like it's been I'm going good with nothing that though, but down. Playoffs are coming up. So and people, so, again, you stop the bleed, the playoffs. What, exactly. what do you see? Base, baseball's got to be taken off right now. Baseball is still doing well, you know, but you, Pokemon is number one index right now for over the last month. Of growth. It's the number one uh uh, growth. What are you doing index. with the dragon lizard thing? Like, I, what got a case, I bought a case of it. I've got a case coming in and I am so, so upset about the cacao, 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 uh, the 2023 Disney cards. I, oh my God. I, I had multiple bit on multiple boxes. I was trying to spend at the time they were selling for like between two and like two thirty. I went up to two thirty on both of my bids and I got how bid at the last second on both of them. And I was just like, ah, eh, you know, it's fine. It'll come back down. You know what those things are selling for right now? Three hundred. The boxes are selling for four to five hundred, oh. and that's like right now. As of like a couple days ago, they were selling upwards of six hundred. It is. They are huge, but that's another. That's another one. That's why I started getting a little afraid. It's like these literally were selling for one hundred and seventy-five at the beginning of March. Now they're selling four, five, even six hundred dollars, and it only all it took was like a day or two for them to pop like that. They're going to be bag holders again. I don't want to see it. I, I it's okay because there's always going to be bag holders. Right, honest on something, question, but I just don't want to see it affect the entire market if everything starts moving. Honest up. question about the Disney thing, though. Here is my question: There, I don't think we'll see it happen in sports again because we saw it once when all the new people came in, they left. Yeah. Now you're left with a bunch of at least a lot more savvy veterans of the hobby, myself sure. included, who are like, "Hey, if we see this happening again, we are not going to get." Because I got hurt at the end too. I, I held some stuff, although I did really well overall. Mm-hmm. Um. Is Disney, though, is that kind of like the Marvel effect where it's a small enough market, a niche enough market where a couple guys can get loud? Because I have seen some influencers now talking about it, too. Yeah. You made a big segment on this show about it last week. Is this just an example of the market is so Here's the other thing with you, dummy. If you're going to pump and dump, buy the stuff first, then pump it up and make your money. What are you doing <laughs> I'm honestly genu- genuinely innocent in a lot of no, this that's stuff. What I, mean. I, just, I, don't, he is. I really should a, think it He's out. not making a dime. But I, I am curious, is that just a, a matter of this is such a small market that a few people like yourself, it's unintentionally, funny. but that, other people intentionally could inflate it? So that is where I always land. And that's why I don't invest in some of these things that I do talk about that I do like, because my fear is... Okay, even me talking about it could make something pump or whether or not that happens, it's going to pump. I always I'm such a bad flipper. I'm a long term holder, as you can tell by the desk right next to me with all these cards. My fear is that all of this stuff just pops and then it dies back down. Disney has been slept on for a long time as far as like a huge fan base, a huge fan base that has very little in the card world. and. You know, just like anything really popular, there's probably a card of it. And Disney is coming out hot with this product. A lot of people are saying, oh, they've been slept on. This is a time to get in. But my, again, it all comes down to, for me at least, is this just the beginning of a big pop and then it comes right back down? Or is this good, healthy growth? That's what I, so let me I say, don't know. So I guess my answer to that is I think in the sports card world, it's healthy right now. 
We're not seeing astronomical. It's definitely healthier, I think. I agree. Just and it's that, also, I think, because of the history behind it, too. And because of the size of the market. I sure. Don't, and we've seen this with the influencer thing, the Gary V's and different ones. And I'm taking motive out of it. I'm just telling you what happened was people pumped up the market. Yeah. Maybe it was genuinely, they wanted to do it, whatever. But it left a lot of people getting hurt. I do think, though, like we've never, at least not that I can recall, we saw the Marvel pump. I was like... It's like nothing I've ever seen. Yep. Like, this is interesting. And it's a small enough market where it affected it. Yeah. Um, is that what we're seeing with, with uh, Disney? I, I do wonder. And it's, again, I see some of these same names, though, too. Some of these same jokers are pumping it up. And now I'm like, I don't. I would dare. Well, I know. I know what you're saying. And I I would dare say, though, that Marvel is even bigger than the Disney card that's what I mean. side of things. Absolutely. And so the, it's funny, too. There's a guy who just. We talked about it on the last episode. A lot of people got a kick out of your comments about Minnie Mouse and people owning that card. Someone did pay $500 for the card that we talked Don't about. Don't ever need to be around that person. <laughs> there is a bounty out for the one of one Mickey Mouse for 20 grand right now. He's a serial so. killer. Like I guarantee he's a, that's a guy with a lengthy criminal history living in a country that has no expedition. Extra, extradition? Extradition. Um, if you guys Agreement. are, for those who... <laughs> don't reach out to me. For those who don't, don't. Want to, don't care about hanging out with Mike anyway, you're going to be looking for things like Sully from Monsters, Inc. Uh, Never heard of him. You want to go after Belle from uh, Beauty and the Beast, the live-action version, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, all that kind of stuff. There are some really hot cards. Again, there's hollows, there's silvers, things like that. If anybody's specifically interested in that product, I just figured... Because at the same time, I am nervous. There are still a lot of people who have bought into this. There's a lot of guys reaching out who have said, yeah, after you talked about it, went out and bought a case or a, well, not a, case, a, a box pricing. or something. Well, that's a, not many people have told me what their pricing is. And I don't want to ask because I know they know just as well as I do what pricing is right now. And I don't want to be like, oh, did you pay? Are you one of the ones who paid 600 and now it's 424 yeah, you hours later? Or, Okay. Okay. I didn't want to say, you that. know, we are seeing this though, for sure. In the baseball world more, more now than anything. I literally paused the live stream the other night to watch the WBC, which I never thought I would do bottom of the ninth. Yeah. Trout Otani. It's kind of a like Dude, movie type thing. There was more buzz around that. Not to mention the fact like the old adage is true. Great pitching will always be great hitting. Trout had, you had as much chance of hitting Otani and that lasted bad as Trout did. Like it was <laughs> embarrassing. That's a compliment to you and a slight to Trout. In this Thank scenario, you. you are Mike Trout. I don't know if that's ever been said, and I don't See? think it will again. Um, I'll insult you before the end to bring it back. But, like, there was so much buzz around that. We literally, guys were like, hey, can you? I didn't. I just put it up on the screen. I was like, guys, let's just watch this. And it was captivating. We saw this with, with the uh, Lars Newtbar, whatever his name is. Yeah. Guys are now actively chasing him with the Cardinals in 2022 product. That never happened before. That Japanese dude you mentioned the other day, guys have been all over his stuff. Very limited. I forget the guy you even named. Uh, the uh, from Mexico, yeah. Oh, uh, did I say Japanese? Menendez or something like that. Yeah, no, I can't there remember. was two. There was. A, I thought there was a Japanese hitter as well. Maybe not though. And then the Otani thing. I mean, Otani pricing. Actually, you have some there Otani was a Japanese. pricing. Yeah, I do have a lot of Otani pricing. It has spiked. I it, think this is good though that we're seeing this much buzz before the season. The prospect market is hot. We're about to have Bowman release. I would guess within the next month. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing. It's just interesting to me too, though that this is causing and having an effect on players' cards values. But we didn't really see all that much from the All-Star game, other than that, like, one guy who could dunk, you know, but... Oh, NBA All-Star game. Yeah, yeah, the NBA All-Star game. But yeah. so that's where I started thinking, like, oh, now these this other is a real events... Game, it is a real That's game. That's what's different. Yeah. National okay. pride. Like people get really involved, get behind their team, I guess. I just don't remember it last year or the year before. Like, I don't remember us talking about the WBC 
having any effect or even being of real interest. I'm going to be honest with you. You could tell me this is an Olympic thing once every four years or it's every year. And yeah, I wouldn't know the difference. That's the thing. Did, maybe no that idea. is the case that, cause I cannot remember. I do know that, um, uh, was it Bryce Harper? I want to say maybe it was him. Um, oh, but, we had a big walk off, right? It's Jeremy Pena. Doesn't but matter. somebody came off, uh, out afterward and just be like, we should be doing this more often. And they were talking specifically about the Olympics, like bringing this to the Olympic games. Cause it seems like there's a lot of interest. Um, as far as Otani goes, if I you just guys, bought four Otani's yesterday, so did you really, I've got, I've got the, I found the one, here. I've got the other one at the, at the house. I found a couple of my Otani SGC tens that I bought about a year ago. Uh, what do you want? Cause here's the thing just with Otani. What have you, what do you, what do you have? I have like 18 different cards ranging from, 90, $80, $90 at the low end for a 10 to a few thousand, five, 6,000 on the high end. Um, Give me the lower end stuff that's moving that we see sales of. I don't care about the high end, honestly. Well, that, that's the thing. Everything's moving really for the most part. So the, the lowest, if you want to get in on Otani, you're looking at like 2018 tops update. There's a couple variations. There's like, so a, I, I bought four of these last night. The pitching variation yep. is a PSA 10. So, the pitching is where he's got the the red, red jersey on. Yes, that one is up right now, ninety one dollars uh, for a PSA ten as of yesterday. It it's gone up and down. It may go down a little bit. Like the day before, it was seventy eight dollars, but then the day before that, it was like eighties. So it, it it's had a little bit of up and down, but definitely moving consistently up. Okay. The same thing with the tops update, selling for eighty four dollars doing the same thing a little up and down, but still moving What's up. What's your SGC 10 over there doing? That's the update Chrome, correct? So this one is the tops Chrome update. HMT one is the variation that you can put in to look it up, but it's a 10 it's doing, I believe one thirty is what it pulled it up. I bought it at like $90. So I'm happy with that. The look at you. Here's what's interesting. Though. You. There are, about 86 cards from his rookie year that are listed in, in card ladder. Now, 86 cards, some of those are, they're giving multiples because they're different grades, but I can tell you for a fact, I have 16 different cards pulled up for Otani. Someone in mailbag wanted to know what card should I be investing in? I think you just jump in at your price point, but I was going to ask you, Mike, the there's tops heritage, Mm-hmm. There's tops, there's Bowman Chrome, there's Bowman. What would you say if someone is like, cause at the end of the day, this will settle and something's going to probably be the more popular one. I can tell you by pop counts, what's more popular, but I don't know. I wasn't sure if there's something that so would he, last longer as far as value. So he's a weird guy. I'm actually gonna put into card letters as we speak. So here's the reason I say he's a little bit of, a, of an anomaly. His first Bowman auto was 2018 Bowman. The okay. product comes out in April, had his autographs. He had his paper rookies there as well. He did not have Chrome cards though at all. And those all say first on them. Yeah. He didn't have a first Chrome at all because he didn't have Chrome cards. So only his autos were Chrome, first Chromes. Bowman Chrome, which came out September of that year, 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, actually, this is what I was looking at right here. So like his 2018 Bowman first paper card, I want to pull up this picture. Actually. I believe it says. That's it's the one, one like where he's bent he's, over. He's like bent over like following yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Oh, does it not say first on there? It doesn't say first on there. That's interesting. But here's what's weird. That is his first official Bowman card. Okay. That PSA 10 only sells for a hundred bucks right now, but it's also, hang on here. Now, now I'm actually kind of interested. 
it's weird to me that that card sells for the same as his. And again, this is another strange thing. He was a prospect and a rookie the same year because he was he was a professional overseas. So he came over, he oh, entered the league, prospect okay. rookie, like right. But here's what's wild. His okay, so his Bowman Chrome card though was again 2018 Bowman Chrome, not Bowman. First time he had a Chrome non-auto card. It also doesn't say first, but that card as a ten is doing uh, five hundred and fifty dollars, yeah. half the pop count. I guess that makes sense to me. Here's where we see a little bit of, a, of an anomaly with that card, though. Again, mm-hmm. with the 2018 Bowman Chrome, a nine does two hundred, a ten does five fifty. There's not even a three-to-one multiplier there. Something is wrong. Yeah. One of those is either too expensive or too cheap. Either the nine comes down or the 10 goes up. Okay. Those tens, I mean, literally were doing a thousand bucks this past. It'd be higher than that. They were doing 1500 over the summer when he was getting crazy and he was like, you know, uh, uh, looking to be the guy to, uh, what am I trying to say? I thought you had the stupid mouth today. I can't think of anything <laughs> to say. Uh, when he was like, hey, he's going to win the triple crown. He's doing oh, the pitching, yes. the hitting. Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. runaway MVP. That thing got crazy. He did spike, yeah, hard. Here's the thing with Otani, especially if you're of the mindset. Let's just go off the mindset of, hey, we're kind of at that reset point where things are actually going to start to look up. Mm-hmm. It's pretty tough to go outside of Otani somewhere because the dude has a crazy international market, as we've seen. And he has potential to blow up like nobody else. Like, yeah, some other guys, like Vlad Jr. is a guy I'm high on in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Maybe he hits five home runs in three games and we lose our minds for a week. I've seen Otani now do this twice over the duration of a season, which is different. And then anytime you start getting comparisons, like, yeah, he had two RBI, three home runs in a two-game stretch. Oh, and then he had 14 strikeouts. He's a freak. Yeah. Like, he can do things and create a buzz that I've never— so let me ask I'm, you. I'm trying to think, actually, if I've ever seen anybody else in baseball create a buzz like him. I don't think I have because no one does what he does. Like, it's wild. Do you think Otani or, or Trout is like seven times better than Otani? Because it's no, but cards are so tough because Trout was way back in the short print run era. It's a different world. It's just crazy when you pull up their overall. Um, so I pulled up market cap, like the total number of dollars invested into their cards. Yeah. It is. I don't care. I, I hate to say it has 13 million invested in him. And that's, and the reason I say it is because someone was asking too about like, you know, pop counts, how to like, should I invest in one of Otani's cards that is worth, you know, a few hundred bucks, but there's six, 7,000 of them. Well, I mean, the thing is with, if you go over to trout, $88 million in total invested uh, in his cards. He has cards his his rookie eighteen hundred dollars for a PSA ten, and there's six thousand of them. It's just kind of crazy to me. Again, though, you're talking about a guy who's the the player of this generation, a top five, ten player of all time, and in a print run era where there wasn't cards being made. That's like asking me, do I think, um, you know, Wilt Chamberlain is he seven times better than David Robinson? Yeah. No, but one was a rookie in 1961. One was a rookie in 19, whatever, 89, or whatever it was. Junk wax era compared to no population. I think that has a lot more to do with it. But your overall point is consistent. That's why, though, you see with new stuff, Trout stuff doesn't outsell him. It still does, but not like it used to. Used to be you pull an Otani auto out of a non-licensed product that wasn't a rookie. Yeah. 100, 150 bucks. Trout, $300. Well, that's not a fair comparison. I'm talking... So, yeah, it, it used to be a three-to-one margin, though, I would say, on average. Now, like, I'm trying to think of a—I'm actually going to look up now because I'm curious. Like, I'm trying to think of a product. So, let's go five-star. I believe five-star has autos of both. Okay. Um, 2022. So, I'm going to go Trout. Bear with me, please. Well, okay, while so, you're doing that, I was just going to mention, I too. I already have you, it, so now you're just interrupting me. 
Okay. Why don't you apologize? Well, I was just going to say the 2018 Topps Chrome, I think, is considered the rookie card. It, it, it's a flagship. Not, yeah, Topps Chrome. It, it goes for $190 for a PSA 10. What's a pop? Pop is $7,400. So there's a lot. But you still, you go over and you look at Trout in his Topps update, 2011, 6000 oh, The update, yeah. That's $1,800. That was a five thousand dollar card due for a while, and it, but I mean, I know eighteen hundred versus a hundred and something like, and they're they're similar pop count. It's just kind of crazy to me. Okay, so the last twenty I'm, again, I'm just using five star because it's an on card and they both signed. Trout recently on the twenty third or today sold for three hundred and twenty five bucks. Uh, an SGC nine ten sold for about oh that's out of fifty sold for three hundred. So let's call it three to three fifty for Mike Trout out of this one. Jesse just gave the thumbs up to somebody I can't see. Uh, the boys Ota- are in, the, in their waiting room. Well, take it easy. They'll be all right. Otani. Did he not sign a five-star this year? I thought for sure he did. Okay, so these are numbered out of 25. Like, his stuff out of 25 is outselling Trout's out of 25. That's what I mean. Like, it's it's interesting that recently Otani new stuff has actually been outselling him. So, all right, let's go. All right. That brings us to our interview. Well, that was like a poor. It's not an interview. It's it's Max and Denton. These are friends of the show. Integral parts of the system. Fair. Um, Fair. That's all you have to say. What kind of introduction is that? I wanted. I we yeah. can introduce them all day long. I'm excited that they're coming on. I, I just did. That was the introduction. <laughs> all right, members of the I'm team. Just more of the segue of like we came off. We were really hard into that segment, and then we just it just died. And I, I'm. Sorry to see it go like that because it was good. I liked it. it was, I'll move on. You're dragging this out now. Good grief. Max Denton, thank you guys for coming on the show. Unmute yourselves and introduce. I see Max rocking the full headset. Denton, I don't see anything. Oh, God. Here we go. See? The real test of audio. I can start first. So, Max, most people know me as Indy. I started when I was in college helping out with these guys. Just kind of sent them a, sent them a message, seeing if they would respond, just trying to help. And... um I've been fortunate enough to be along along for the ride from Indianapolis. So we have the Colts in last place and the Pacers not too far behind. And it's been raining for the past seven days. But other than that, can't complain at What's all. What's wrong with your city, man? <laughs> Good grief. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious, Max, before we jump over to Denton, is it true that you hated the nickname Indy? You told me. No, I, I think that was like a. No, you told me in the wrong. in the Adam Schefter rumor mill or something. But I I, I never uh, had a problem with it. I what? was actually, I was actually always called short round in in high school from what the Indiana Jones movie, short round like the from Indiana Jones too. The little kid in yeah, he was Data. He was Data in. So um, he just won an Academy Award. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. It's Quay, the, Quay yeah. Lee. What's the fact that you have any idea is just shocking. Might be his name. Sorry. Um, okay. So you didn't have a problem with it. So obviously no. we got our wires crossed because the fact that we're calling you Max today still feels I don't wrong on the tongue. Um, but thank you, Max. Uh, Denton, you are the second uh, intern for the sports cards on set. Are you guys even interns? Once they get paid something, do they're we... not getting paid enough? I know that. <laughs> no, not definitely not enough. Crap but, I mean, but the uh, it didn't introduce yourself, please. Yeah, I'm Denton. Um, I'm kind of stuffy right now. The allergies are coming after me pretty hard. But um, I'm came on in December of 2021, and um, I've, it's been great helping out and everything, and helping handle things. I'm from Atlanta, so 28 to three still haunts me. At yeah, least buddy. the Braves won a World Series, <laughs> so um, I'll definitely take that. But um, 
there's definitely some animosity towards Tom Brady from this corner. Sorry. Oh, wow. It is what it is. Hey, a lot of hatred sitting on top. I understand. Starting a lot of. I don't look down on people. (laughs) Okay. Right off the bat, I like that. Um, uh, we wanted to have you guys on because you guys have worked on the team for a long time. We really appreciate it. Members of the SCN family, you're both fired. It would be great if that's why you <laughs> called them on. You didn't tell me anything about uh, it. We're you dissolving call them on everything. And the company's going under. What Can you guys give us your, if you don't mind, you guys are relatively young, young, right? Are, you, are either of you still in college? Uh, Denton, you are, right? I'm currently getting my MBA, so I'm in grad school Okay, right now. So early 20s, uh, Max, same with you, Max right? Max is 25, right? Yeah, just turned 25 in January. We're going to get so. to know your people, bro. <laughs> early 20s, that's 25 still. It's mid-20s. Whatever. Anyways, you guys have been in the hobby for a uh, long time or just in the last few years? Probably since I was like 12 years old. And it, um, it really started just from collecting like base cards to whatever I could get my hands on to like watching the NFL guys on TV. And it slowly graduated from base to numbered cards, to jersey cards, to autograph cards, and then patch autos, and then rookie rookie autographs. So that's kind of been like my gradual journey as like I worked and started from like $8 an hour trying to get like an Andrew Luck base card to graduate to the autograph cards. And then as soon as I found out it's worth money, the guy retires and they're back to not being worth any money. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of like my journey. And then I've always been like the guy, even when I was in college, it's like, I'd rather, I was like in the realm of, I want to turn a $100 card into a $300 card, $300 card into a $500 card. And that's kind of been like the realm where I float with, with, um, that's your investing, flipping. Okay. You got some monster LeBron still, right? Is that, I remember when we first hired you, you started sending me pictures. I was like, this dude's collection is not really. Yeah, not like an intern's collection by any means. Not monster, but like um, a little Hershey Kiss LeBron collection compared to some of the people you've had on here. You still have that? You still got the F one? Yeah. So I, my buddy and I, we co-own these. We have twenty cases of twenty twenty Topps Chrome F one all sealed, and one case of Sapphire sealed. That's um, What's locked the away in a dungeon, guarded by a dragon. <laughs> Is that a Pokemon what? character? The dragon? Yeah, that's it. Okay. What's what's the overall plan with those? Because, I mean, obviously, we hit a high point in the market, and now is it just wait until it goes back up, or you trying to move it, or you just want to hold? Yeah, so we want to... This national, um, my buddy's from Chicago. He's coming down. So we're going to try to move, like, maybe one to two just to recoup some of our costs because we got them at pretty low. I think I'd say six six to 7,000 per case on is our, like, average cost, and... I'm only I doing twenty seven thousand right now, so so yeah, nothing. Yeah, Sapphire's only doing thirty. Oh man, stinks. Yeah, Sheesh. so we just want to recoup a couple, some of the costs, and then um, yeah, we're he's he's in it for the long haul. Where he's just like, you know, I don't need the money right away, which is nice because I was like the brains behind it. He was like the the money. So we're just kind of play it out when there's opportunities we can cash in. the The real goal would be to like. I was joking with them, sell it to like some Saudi Arabian prince for like $500,000 eventually one day, but we'll, we'll, we're just taking it day by day. So listeners, if you know any Saudi any princes, Saudi princes uh, just sure. go ahead and reach out to the show, sportscardsnonsense at gmail.com. Uh, all right, Denton, <laughs> if you don't mind, what uh, what do you collect? Where, where did you get into the hobby and where are you at now? So I started with memorabilia, actually. Um, 
when I was like 10 years old, my grandpa bought me a Mark Ingram, Alabama's first Heisman winner, um, signed 16 by 20. And I was like, oh yeah, this is pretty cool. So I just gradually started buying autograph stuff until I found like an autograph sports card. And from there, that was probably when I was like, I'd say like 13, 14 is when I started doing cards. Um, 2014 Tops Valor and 2014 Tops Chrome were really what I ripped football cards. Um, and I graduated up now into like I do signed Hall of Fame rookie cards. I've been doing that since like 2017. So um, pretty much just vintage stuff on card signatures, get them at paid signings through the mail, what have you. That's that's really what I've done. That was that was the thing I I realized too. I didn't realize until we went to the Atlanta show. What was it last year that you were really big into like sending cards off to get autos he did my and things like that. For me. You you took care of that. Done okay with that, haven't you? Okay. Both these jokers yeah. are rich off their stinking <laughs> card collections. Let's be honest. Max has F one and Denton has a crazy collection. It's nice when you get in before things start going crazy, and then you can say, "Oh yeah, I made a good decision." That's for sure. I would like if you feel comfortable. Don't have, it doesn't have to be a specific number. What kind of money is invested in your card collection for both of you? Invested like what did they put up at first? No, no, no. Or what's uh, it I'm worth? Sorry, I'm today? sorry. Like what's it worth today? I should have clarified. Yeah, what's it worth today? I mean, I would I would say six figures without getting into too much detail with what I have. That is the is that freaking awesome? Freaking craziest thing I've ever heard. All right. Also, you Max, can do you mind? Yeah, I I track everything in Excel and um oh. I I eclipsed the uh, the six figure uh, valuation last year, so it was pretty exciting. I what, mean, would you, what would you guys say you have into it? Out of curiosity, like percentage wise, did you do? Is it like again, just use round numbers? If it's worth a hundred and you put in twenty, you've got twenty percent into that, and it's grown that much. Or what do you think is a realistic number on growth? I track on Excel too, and um, these kids are both smarter than me. I kind of hate both of them. Do you know what I had in my bank account at twenty-five years old? Probably thirty-two dollars. Do you know what you have in your bank account now? I mean, thirty-four probably with interest. Not bad. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sitting roughly at like probably fifty-five percent into what I have. So, so I'm, it's doubled. I'm your collection's double. Yeah. That's I would wild. Say so. Max, you got to be up pretty high too, because that's thinking yeah. F one is insane. If I don't include the F1 in this valuation because I kind of like co-own those, but everything I own separately, I'm up around uh, 39 to 41%. And that peaked around like 60 to 70-ish when like the boom was because I, I just have a lot more modern cards. But um, o- overall, I can't be, yeah, I can't complain too much. So all you future intern listeners out there, if you ever want to work with the company, you have to have a six-figure card collection. That's just a must. <laughs> I mean... Um, I'm, I'm curious too. Do you guys have a lot of friends in the hobby your age? Like maybe guys you went to school with or, uh, family, whatever. Yeah. I, I had a, a few that kind of like fell off after it was all just the collecting base cards. And then, um, I was kind of like the trailblazer to bring them back in when there's like, there's actual money in this. And, um, a funny story I'm somewhat like shameful for it when those like raids of like target were happening. I was like, it's better that people I know get them than like <laughs> these guys who are just bringing random kids. So I, I brought three of the people I live with. And then um, I worked in a sorority in college. So six sorority girls, I paid them $25 each and the boxes were like 20. We went out with like nine of us and we all got like our cards. And, and then um, it, it's slowly getting more hooked and hooked from people there. And then I still have friends from Instagram. I met at the national and other card shows who I still keep in keeping good contact with. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just picturing Indy is literally in line in Indianapolis at a Target. He's wearing an SCN shirt. <laughs> Every female member of his family, his mom, grandmother, he's just literally just shoving Grammy in there with a cane. <laughs> They're just whacking people out of the way to get into Target to raid these packs. I don't hate it. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't mind it. Oh, no. I love the entrepreneurship. Uh, Denton, what about you? Anything? Do you guys have, do you have friends in the hobby or other escapades at Target? I don't have any Target escapades. When I was going down, I wasn't really ripping anything modern at all. So I didn't really ever open go through any of that craziness. But I will say that when I was growing up, I had two or three friends that collected. And I don't have anyone that I like have known growing up that collects now. Everyone that I know that I have friend that's a friend in the hobby is someone that I've met digitally through Facebook, through SCN, through that kind of stuff is is the people that I've majority interact with that I would, that I would call friends. I find it so interesting that that seems to be the case. Like, you know, when I was in high school, there was a click for everything. Like, you know, if you did this, there's a good chance other kids were doing that thing too. What did you do in high school? Like, what was your thing? I, I was a, a jack Funny of all guy. trades. I, I actually was, I won best personality. Oh no, I, I won it, but I had to give it up because you could only choose one superlative. I was wittiest, but I, I was just in all of the groups. I just hung out with everybody. I was a real chameleon. You beat Taylor way. Swift in a talent show. I did beat Taylor Swift in a talent thing. show. Here's Denton knows that. This is, this is breaking but, news. Okay. There was not an actual winner announced in that talent show. <laughs> Shut he, up! He bases Shut this on the fact false, that they got... Fake news. Fake was news. Was there a vote? Or was it just louder, a, a louder applause for you? It, so, Denton, so you, you would agree, like, in, in, or Max, would you agree that you don't really find friends that were like your, your peers necessarily who were also into cards. You kind of just have to go searching for them. Is that the case? Yeah, I would say definitely for me, I had, like I said, I had a couple, but they're just like, I would say like, I'm the more hardcore person where it's like, I'm the person who can, knows like every friend's line versus like my friend who's like, yeah, I'll have it on. And it's all right. And Jennifer Aniston's good looking. So, so I've always met people yeah, I would say at the card shows where it's like Wait, if they like that? what I like, and then it's like, oh, cool. Let me see your let me see your collection, and that's usually where the best deals happen, and not at the not at the dealer table, from my experience. Okay. Hey, yeah. real quick, no. too, before we get away from Max, Max, because you got a Indie Card Exchange is your local LC, like your LCS. That's a massive store. Have you know? Because we were talking at the beginning of the show, like the uptick. Maybe you've noticed it around here, like with shops, with shows. Are those guys like super busy now too? Are they noticing like an increase up there in volume and traffic lately? Oh yeah, there's usually anytime I go there, there's anywhere between twenty to forty people on the shop, and then on release days they'll have like lines outside, but um you can reserve boxes and they do like the full service like um, grading boxes, uh, jersey framing. So they they've really done a good job, and then they've partnered with a bunch of local shows that um are have really taken off where it's like you can't even the, the they've exceeded the parking lots where you have to park on the street to. Go go there. And then I do have a question for Denton, because I know I'm going to run at some point here in a minute or two. Denton, I am curious. The in-person Hall of Fame thing, you actually are the one who turned me on to this. I think I've randomly posted about, like, hey, I didn't realize this was a th- This was probably two years ago now, like right before Denton even got hired on. The Griffey card. Like, I grew up with the 89 Upper Deck Griffey, and I started seeing these cards, and I, I, had, I knew they existed, but I was like, I just never cared. Then I bought that 89, or the 89 Upper Deck Griffey, uh, autographed, in-person auto, and like, that's kind of what got me hooked. And I kind of went down the rabbit hole. That market to me seems like it is way bigger and better known now. And it seems like that's happened in the past year, but you're obviously way more involved. Like where, what is the state of that market today? And what was it a year ago? 
I mean, I would say it really gained popularity in 2018. It and like is really when oh, a lot really? of okay. people that I know started doing it. But like definitely in the last year, like I've gotten to know probably four or five guys that like have started within the last like two years of doing it. And they're chasing the ones that like I was chasing like four or five years ago. Because like how it, how you have it is you've got the guys that sign all the time and it's like, oh, they're pretty easy to get. Then you've got the guys that are a little more expensive and sign all the time or are a little rarer, but no one really cares about them. And then you've got like the big ones, the Walter Paytons, the Johnny Unitas, the Bart Starr, that people really want, the icons. And so you kind of have to work your way up the ladder. You can't just start at the top. And so I've met a lot of people that are like, kind of working their way through like the middle tier right now and they haven't quite gotten to the top tier and it's just cool to see that like there are other people that are collecting it's not like massive and it's definitely more niche than um just mainstream you know ripping packs and stuff but like it's definitely grown a lot in the last year yeah I've honest, it's, it's kind of won me over crazy. yeah i kind of like it like ever since i started seeing some of your pieces like he's who motivated me he's like you know koozie's doing a signing yeah. it's like you just send i think i had to write a check for like Dude, what was it then? Like a hundred bucks to the boys and girls club or something? It's a hundred bucks to the boys and girls club of okay. the city that he lives in in Massachusetts. And yeah. he oh, will sign that's awesome. for that. Dude, so I bought the card for six hundred bucks. Six or seven hundred bucks. I literally just sent it to Denton. I was like, I'm lazy and stupid. Can you do this? He's like, Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I sent a nice letter too, which I'm sure ended up in Koozie's yeah, fireplace. No but it was like se- let's just call it seven hundred bucks for the card. Hundred bucks shipping back and forth, call it 150. So it's eight hundred and fifty dollars total. Got the card back, had to re-slab it, another 50, up to 900. But he slabbed it like it's unique to me because it has my nickname on there, which mm-hmm. nobody else saw. And it also got a grade bump, and now it's a PSA 3 with a 10 auto. And I bet even today, like, that's got to be a 1500 to $2,000 card, I would bet. That's what I mean. Like, I know there's guys in the Facebook group who do this, too, to go after autos. But oh, Brian Rice is crazy with yeah, this Yeah, exactly. Like, but when Denton kind of talked about it last year for the first time, I didn't realize, like, how that is such a lucrative part of this hobby is just going after autos that all you have to do is like send them in with a marker to some guys and they'll do it for free. But yeah, it's, it's very cool. I'm glad that I'm glad to hear you guys have different perspectives from the hobby. That's basically what this was, was get you guys in. And plus you've done so much great work for the show. We wanted to give a little praise as well. And but. here's the reward we're going to give you. We're going to start two GoFundMe's. We're going to pay the shipping for those 20 cases to go to Saudi Arabia. That's a few thousand dollars. And then we're going to raise a little bit of money because Denton's the only 20 year old who wants the Joe Namath fur coat. Bam. So that's, there we go. That's our promise to you. Yep. Well, Mike's Sounds promise will be We'll around. post the GoFundMe up very soon. <laughs> Thank you guys cool. for joining. Really yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for jumping it. on, guys. I appreciate the perspective. For sure. Thank you all. It's like a family reunion in here. Yeah, it was interesting. I Max was, has been with us for like, has it been three years? I wanted, I, yeah, I meant to figure out how long it was before well, wait a Denton jumped on. It can't be three years. Yeah, because we only, only doing- started in 2001. Nope. January 2001 was our first podcast. In 2001, I was 15, sweetheart. 2021 is what I said every time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He was Check pretty. Tape. Yeah. So he's he's two years almost. So at this okay. point, yeah, they both went and with Denton us. said December. Yeah. Very close to a year or over a year. Um, but anyways, that's that's your show for, for interviews. We got a few other things we're going to talk about before we get to mailbag. That being Mint Collective comes up next week. We're doing a live show. Next Thursday, well, I'm sorry, not a live show. We are doing a live show, but it's not at the Mint Collective. It will be live in person, but it will be later edited for your enjoyment. Okay. For people who are there, you yeah, can come you. and watch and I'm see I'm laughing it. at something different, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't already uh, have tickets to the Mint, come out, uh, go get them on Fridays, our recording. I think we do it, I want to say it's at 
11 o'clock or something. That's what I thought too. Um, I would just encourage you this too. If you're in the hobby, seriously, in any venture at all, as a business owner or looking to be, that is, in my opinion, for B2B actual conversations, it is the most important convention of the year. It that's should your be role. pretty exciting. Um, we also have the, uh, a lot of guests coming up. We're going to have uh, Ryan, Card Collector 2, joining. Uh, By the way, what's the deal with him having a kid now, too? Bro, coattails, <laughs> right? Solid question, And I saw bro. yesterday, I saw yesterday, they do the, the gender reveal. Boy. Oh, what was, how'd they do it? Did they hit a, they sh- a No, ball? they shot a candlestick. Come on. A candlestick? What do you call those? Aren't they candlesticks? Like oh, the. the uh, pop things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Confetti shooters. Okay. Um, I'd like to set up a generational rivalry with him. I don't I know also, how I introduced that, though, but I want to just talk about it. I also don't want to put any hopes up there, but I have emailed Bill Simmons to come on the show. I have not gotten a response from that email yet, but sure. it's been less than a week, so we will see. He balls in his court, but I am not one to not go and take that ball back and then give it back to his court several times if I don't get a response. So. Well, there you go. Um, How'd you get his email? <laughs> Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, the great curator, he'll be coming on. We're going to have other hobby guys and hopefully some sports figures as well. That's that's the name of the game is keep this show hopping. We've had a lot of uh, yeah, good like people coming lately. into the hobby recently. We'll a lot of guys of, reaching out. Yeah, and then we'll have live events at the National too because we're going to do some more content at the National this year, which will be fun. Yeah. I kind of like that. So yeah. And card porn has tentatively said they will come on when this whole lawsuit stuff is done with, which does I confirm. You, I know you reach out to them, by the way. What is that about? What have I missed? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not up well, to date. They've never talked. I mean, no one knows anything about them. I'd love to hear a little bit more of not only the trial, that case. Do you, you know about that, though? We talked about that on the show. This is a defamation. Where, yeah, like guys are suing them or something. Over the value of which a card. does like kind of confirm, which we just kind of assumed what it was, but they've, uh, they haven't said yes 100%, but it's got to be. The reason why they've toned things down where it used to be like a real gotcha type of thing has to be in line with the whole lawsuit. That's that, ridiculous. That's, it is. I, uh, I hope that get, card porn wins a thousand percent. I don't even, not even because I care about the account, but like to think you could say things and people like, I'll be honest with you, that puts us in a pretty tough predicament. Well, they, they are claiming, they, they made the claim that the card that these guys had was not real. It was a LeBron patch and oh, they said there's a patch, though. but that's right? the thing. Like every, everybody else is saying no. Cardborn is right. They and they proved it so many different ways, but they're claiming defamation and that they hurt their business and yada yada yada. So honestly, the guys seem not cool, and cardborn is uh cool. There you go. Okay, I don't know if I agree with that, but maybe <laughs> they're, they're we'll cooler see. than those guys. That's I don't like fact. people, you know me. I the anonymity thing annoys the crap out of but it's fine. Here's your little they won't segue. be they won't be an, anonymous if they come on the show. So well, I will tell that. you this I would not talk to a black screen. Uh, like if they're fair. coming on the camp, like it's a full. I'll put a yeah. We okay. Can put a, okay. That's up. fine. I'm happy. Um, here's your segue to pristine. I just started looking up in person autos because now Denton got me looking. There's an LA on pristine right now, and there's also a Dan Marino. I'm now the high bidder on one of those two. Are you really? Yes. That's really I love, cool. I haven't bought a card in a while. It's funny. I, I just was talking about how I've been selling like a maniac the past couple months. Yeah. Like literally March. This March will be my biggest. Well, it's not true. The one time, there was one month, I think it was December of 2019, maybe, when Prism came out and Fanatics first got their exclusive Fanatics Prism basketball skew. Okay. I had a sales rep who let me literally let me buy 50 cases of it, which was insane. And so I just flipped them right away to Southern Hobby. This was years ago. I would never do that now, Fanatics. Don't worry. But <laughs> I also can't get 50 cases right now, but that's okay. Okay. Um, that month was insane just because of that one transaction. Yeah. 
aside from that, this will be my biggest month of sales in the history of my card collecting business ever. Interesting. And I have not bought a single card for myself this month. That's insane, dude. Um, that yeah, was the, the point. I I, I want to go back to buying. Like I used to have a rule. Like I bought a piece. Well, I do two stupid things. I do a thing where I put money in the security deposit box or I buy a card every month. I used to do that every month religiously mm-hmm. when I was doing this full time. And lately I haven't. And I was kind of like, oh, I need to step back a little bit and just enjoy some stuff again. So I want to go buy a card. I like that. Maybe I'll buy it in the mint. You should, you know what you shouldn't do? Just put money onto things uh, like breaks that you don't really have a great chance of pulling anything really good in. I would just say that. I, I'm saying don't put a ton on one single break, you know, spread it out. Um, I was going to oh, also point out that Gret- the, mm-hmm. they've got a Gretzky rookie just on there for already, PSA bro. 7. Every time with you and the Gretzky, I buy tried, the card. You're, you're making enough. It's it's $630 so for what? this PSA 7. Chump change for you. Well, the, what I'm pointing out is that the 7, the last, it just sold yesterday for over $2,000. Giddy up then, sweet cheeks. I'm saying that a lot now because there's a mailbag question about it. <laughs> um, last note, or do you have anything else before we go to mailbag? That's fine. Go ahead. Yeah. Top's gold label. I kind of like this year. Oh, it okay. is cheap. It is a stupid loaded checklist. And the dual auto seem to be coming out. I would say one out of every 1.4 cases. We pulled the David Wright, Pete Alonzo on card gold framed. Mm-hmm. The card quality this year is a little better as well, which is nice. So yeah, I kind of like it this year and it's dirt cheap. I, That's um, it. I have nothing else. To say. I, I was looking online. I was looking on uh card shop live. You are selling that exclusively right now. Or is anyone else putting that oh, on? Oh, everybody had it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the other so product check this out week. Multiple sellers. There yeah, you I go. was I was pretty. Um, what was I gonna say? Origins basketball, very very nice looking Panini, Panini Origins basketball, and then Prism is still sitting on the Panini website at six fifty. I am tempted to buy some more. I know Brock Purdy is not well, doing selling great, but it is interesting. I was going how to cheap mention that, that in mailbag. I did pull up some pricing on Purdy, Pickett, and um, Ritter. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see what. Boxes are going for versus what some of their autos are going for. I, I think it's not a terrible investment. Well, granted, you'd have to pull one of them, but still, man, you could triple, quadruple your money on a box if you pulled one of those. Uh, but should we that, go to? Yeah, let's just go ahead and go to mailbag. Mailbag. All right. <laughs> uh, first question is that that one Brian Shelm. He wanted to know you've made stock comparisons to card uh, to the card market in the past. Where do you see the card valuations going in the future? More downward pressure or time for some upward relief? Upward relief. Yeah, it seems like the time. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it does seem like we're, there's a little bit of a break. We'll just say that. Um, There may be later on this football question. I don't know where it is. So I'm just going to go ahead and get into it uh, since we teased it. The Ritter and the Purdy Blue Auto. um, So this is out of first off the line. Sold yesterday. Uh, they both sold yesterday out of 25. Do you have a guess as to what what card did what? Blue is out of 25. I mean, I, it's out of 25. I'm literally just making this up. Two grand a piece. Two grand for, and the fact that you're saying it like you're is, means there's an anomaly. Ritter went for two grand. Purdy went for 1,800. No, no, no. There's no anom- anomaly unless you believe that Ritter should be the more, the higher valued player. He did 1,400 and old Purdy did... Twenty four hundred. Oh, okay. Almost a thousand dollars. Which more. he should, by the way. Purdy played great all season. Very he played did. average at the end. Yep. I didn't realize they were doing that kind of. But money. I didn't realize there was that big of a disparity between the two of them. That was what was shocking to me. It's not even two to one. Um, that is less than I would have thought. Also interesting. So this is that there is a 
it's not the blue first off the line. There's a green camo auto of Pickett out of 25 also that just sold for 2300 as of today. That makes sense to me. Hobby product, camo's a known one. Yeah, and Pickett's a stud. Okay, I'm good so with that. My question is, if it's out of 25, one's out of 25 in a different color for first off the line. This one's out of 25, not first off the line. Does it... Are, do guys mainly just care about what yes. it's out of? No, 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 no. This is a weird little... Now, with football, it's not as staunch. like that word. But in baseball, there is some weird crap with colors in baseball. For example, a blue wave auto, especially prospecting, mm-hmm. a blue auto, blue refractor auto is out of 150. Well, a blue wave is also out of 150. One sells for about twice what the other one's. It's a true blue, so it sells for true more. True blue. In a, a gold shimmer. Mm-hmm is out of 50, a gold, true gold, or a gold sparkle. There's four or five different variations. The true color, gold or orange or whatever color it is, mm-hmm. I mean, at least two to one. Really? Mm-hmm. So there's a true version of these colors that typically sells better. Always, yep. And in baseball, it's it's for sure much more exaggerated in baseball, the examples. But even in football, yes, guys like the traditional uh, colors. Yep. The, but I mean, like with these being completely different, one being like blue and one being green camo, but they're both out of 25. Yeah, I don't know what that specific example because like, I don't you compare? know. I don't know if Green Camo is like a, a true hobby brand or if it just came around recently. I'm not super familiar with Prism. So, okay. but yeah, th- there's definitely some of those unwritten rules that are kind of funny. But all that being said, obviously the autos for these guys are doing fairly, fairly well. Those were out of 25. Obviously, they're a little more rare. But I mean, Purdy stuff like out of 149 has Red Wave, still does $900, just sold yesterday. Um, he's got other ones out of 35 doing 2,300, you know, it's, it's just, crazy. And you just said too, like the football markets on the rise for the first time in a while. I mean, I'm it's not a big the, rise, but it's definitely sure. the first rise we've seen. You could argue maybe, maybe we're now at the floor. And if you were going to get a product out of football to, to break next year or just to hold and resell next year. Yeah. Prism maybe isn't the worst buy in that regard. Okay. All okay. Right. Cool. No, I, you're doing great. I'm glad to know that because that's what I was thinking, but I, I was hoping you would say the it's same. It's always interesting when the hobby viewpoint and the numbers guy, a lot. you know what I mean? Like when oh, both yeah. of those are kind of saying the same thing, it's like, oh, well, maybe this is... Maybe there's something here. Maybe this is the beginning of a beautiful uh, event in the economy of cards. Probably getting a car accident on the way home. <laughs> All right, next question. Let's get rolling. We've done one of these. Chris Shoemaker, he was just pointing out, I did ask for a guy's favorite poems. I did specify Robert Frost, but he gave a Tupac Two roads diverge in a yellow wood. Sorry, I cannot travel both. But be one one traveler traveler along I stood stood and looked down down one as far as as I could could to where it lied. In the undergrowth. And then took the other as just as fair and being perhaps the better of the two. That's made up. (laughs) But I still did better than you. What about stopping by woods on a snowy evening? You want to do that one? My favorite poem is The Rose That Grew from Concrete by Tupac Shakur. Not a big Robert Frost guy. Too bad. By the way, the next one is our buddy Brian Rice. He talked about getting hockey. We, uh, Carlos is here. Carlos, do we have, because we don't talk a lot of hockey, do we have a hockey guy on the ringer at all? I don't know that I've ever even heard one. The only guy I could think of is the guy we had on Jeremy Lee, which we could have him back. Uh, Not that I know of, but uh, I could be just completely ignorant of our programming, which would not be good. (laughs) There's a lot of uh, podcasts out there, just to be fair. I am looking it up as we speak just to see if there is anything. But we had Jeremy Lee on. He was good. Yeah. I'd be. We could do that again. You want to reach out to him? Yeah. Why not? I'm sure he'd come on. By the way, Ruben Mitchell, my favorite. It's not even a question, so I'm going to read this one if that's okay. Oh, but I did want to point out that the guy that I just because we don't ever talk about NHL doesn't mean. 
that we can't appreciate. Connor McDavid, he's saying he's having like a stellar year. His cards actually are doing crazy well right now. I looked up a few of them, you know, other than the fact that he looks to be a good investment, he may be high. I mean, that's my only concern, but yeah, Connor McDavid seems to be a solid current player. That is all I got. I I haven't cared about hockey in years. I feel bad. I just don't care. If not for cards, I also wouldn't care about baseball though. The, Football and basketball, I'll watch. He just had like a card sell for 33000 out of nine ninety nine. Connor is the next Gretzky, they say. Like, this, it's unbelievable. So, okay. Uh, Ruben, right, if Mike had fi- got 50 cents, I like this I like 50 cents for every time he said sweetheart or a dollar for every time he called somebody a donkey, which would make him more money? I think donkey. Solid question. Honestly, it's donkey. I say donkey as much as sweetheart. You give me two to one odds, I'll take that. I think you say sweetheart more than you think. I only say that to you, though. I never say that in an affectionate term. You never said Hannah, sweetheart? Do you have an affectionate term for her? I don't know if Babe. I've ever heard one. Tuna. You call her tuna sometimes. Is that well, one dead? Uh, I don't know. I call her mom now. <laughs> Do you call really? her like mama? Oh, that's <laughs> sweet. I guess. Um, oh, the, however, Franco did say Jimmy Deans has got to be all over this one. <laughs> That's fair. Franco, keep quiet. Tyler Rodriguez wants to know, do you feel SGC should do something different with the pristine label? Yes. I always felt is, the gold label didn't stand out enough, but the white tux would be a nice touch for the pristine This is card. a great question. Yes. This has always been my criticism. By the way, literally sent off about 390 cards this week. I still use them. Absolutely. I love everything about their service. To me, they are the most consistent grading company. Pricing, return time, unparalleled. And even the resale value is on the rise lately, which I love and I will continue to be a voice for. I wish the pristine label doesn't matter to me because I still haven't gotten one. <laughs> I've subbed about 5,000 cards now, uh-huh. not a single gold label. But I do think it needs to stand out. Yeah. The BGS black label, and that's a company I would never grade with right now because there's no reason to. I'd rather have you encase it in plastic. Okay. I but love- that black label is amazing. And it stands out and it pops and it's different. It's one of a kind. The gold label with SGC, although I trust that to be the absolute most mint condition a card can be the label and holder do nothing for me i wish it was like a total and i don't know even know what that would look like but i do wish it was like a hey here it is it's this hard to hit it but now that you've done it's an amazing looking piece boom roasted well, like they did update the normal label recently and i i like that actually did you i can't remember have we even talked about that ever since they updated the label on it i was never given a name okay um, all right. John Dudley wants to know what are the best budget 2022 football rookies with prism out? Uh, he also says is the sudden and constant buzz around baseball setting it for a downfall setting baseball for I, I was setting sure. football. So he wants oh, to know is no, because the timing's going to work out perfect. We'll be kind of in the middle of the, not the middle, but we'll kind of be in the length of that whole 162 game season mm-hmm. and football is going to come in and start doing really well. Uh, best budget rookies, I'll be honest, Brees Hall is a guy I think is a great buy in the offseason. He was playing really well for the Jets, who I think are going to get Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Very talented team. And he's he's super cheap right now because he missed time. I like Brees Hall. I like Garrett Mitchell or Garrett Wilson on that team for the exact same reason. Even some of the other guys. Uh, Drake London, I like. I think Ritter can play, although Ritter pricing is up. I, I actually think this is the year, there's your boy, uh, for a lot of the non QB guys like in this class, this is a class where I look at and I go, Oh, there's some really good skill position players that haven't popped yet. Cause a, they were rookies last year and B because they're, you know, they're not quarterbacks. I think 2022 might be the year we kind of look for that. I also wouldn't be shocked to see Kenny Pickett like really step up next year. I, he played really well in some games, poorly in some too, but mm-hmm. played pretty well. 
I was high on Matt Corral until Carolina traded for the first pick. Yeah. Like you're taking a quarterback. When are we going to see Matty boy? I don't know. Um, I did want to make sure I got this question in because someone messaged me. It's not in the Facebook, but uh, from the Twitter, he wanted to know sports car investor has been making a push for buying, selling, flipping the Wimbenyana quote unquote rookie card from the sports illustrated kids magazine. He wanted to know basically what are your thoughts? Do you think that is the card to no. be flipping? Oh, yes, to be sell it right now. There's been multiple influencers who have been talking about this thing lately. Yeah. When I see that with a brand that I don't care about, we saw this with the Rock Sports Illustrated card years ago. But or a year ago. Well, dude, sell a it. lot of them still do like the Tony Hawk. Like that's considered his rookie in a lot of cases. But Tony I mean, Hawk is not a guy who's gonna have cards. It's different. Okay. But I mean, the Rock uh, doesn't have a football rookie. Didn't uh, one of the Venus sisters or Venus, the Williams sisters again? Tennis. There's not annual tennis releases with rookie annual. logoed stuff. Okay. When Benyama, it, it's a cute pocket right now, and it's great that it's doing it with this many people talking about a product that, in general, nobody cares about, like Sports Illustrated cards. Mm-hmm. I'm selling before you even listen to this podcast. I would sell that card. Okay. I don't like it long term at all. Okay. Fair enough. Um, by the way. His stats, like, I think his international stats, it's like 20 points a game, 10 rebounds. Ridiculous. Uh, 53% uh, from for three-pointers. He dunked he the other day. good. Dude, with three dribbles, he dunked from half court. What? He's 7'2". I mean, he's like guy's... He's like eight feet tall. That, that's a lie. I'm very I'm very curious to see if these cards are just being oversold or, or too high right now. because I think they're being overhyped. The... The last one just sold for $23, but there's evidence. You can see even in the picture, even for myself, this card Damaged. has been tampered with. No, oh. someone cut like the all the other ones have thicker sides, but the other ones that haven't been tampered with, I mean, they're selling if they look like they haven't been messed with and they look like they were torn out decently, 130 bucks for just a raw tapered card. It's the it's also funny that people are selling the magazine because it it's the Sports Illustrated 2023 January, February edition. You can't go out and buy that magazine for less than like 40, 50 bucks at this point, which I mean, makes sense if you could just take the card out of it and go sell it for 120. So, um, all right. Thank you for the question. Uh, appreciate it. Antonio Fernandez. Let's go back. Facebook, Mike Molesky. You skipped Ryan oh, Martinez. Mar- I did. Sorry. I like Ryan question. Martinez. Who were the most overhyped rookies over the last two years? Pick five from either so basketball have, or football. I don't have the exact number. Uh, from basketball, though, very easy. Who, who's the most overhyped rookie in the last two years in basketball? Uh, the last two. Well, everyone's talking about how bad Scotty Barnes is. No, well, Scotty Barnes played well, not overhyped. Okay. Bigger name than Scotty Barnes, though. Somebody you would have heard of even if you weren't on this podcast and you don't care about sports, which you don't. Who's a basketball player in the last two years even you heard about all the time, probably? Uh, in the last two years, Dang it. I don't. LaMelo I, Ball was two years ago. Oh, he was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's, I thought I was, he was yeah, three I was years. That's why I was. Yeah. I mean, he's a 2021 draft. To me, LaMelo Ball, number one. Now, he can play a little bit. He's good. But he has been overhyped so much because of his off-court, like his brand, his family, all of that. Like nobody I've ever seen. Yeah, that's my. that was kind of what I was curious about. Do you think he's overhyped just because of that? Like the fact that he's gotten so much hype? Because of the family, sure. everything. Just the whole name. All the cameras every, on him okay. since he was 12. I don't have five, though. He was one that immediately stood out to me. Um, overhyped, too, honestly. And again, three years ago now, I think Justin Herbert has been overhyped. He's very, very good. But the hype around Justin Herbert is insane at times. I think Trey Lance has been overhyped. Trey Lance, again, I think could be a good quarterback. But 
How many games has he played? What about Zach Wilson or Mac Jones? You don't see. I don't think Mac Jones is overhyped because he's he wins games. He's not great, but he wins games, and I don't think anybody can contends he's going to be great. So I think they are hyped appropriately. Zach Wilson, I didn't really hear a ton of hype about him in the first place, other than hey, he was a first round quarterback. But like Trey Lance, the guy was like, I thought Trey Lance was way hyped up, mm-hmm. overrated, hugely so. Um, basketball, I, I, it's hard to say anybody else in bat like nobody else in basketball really like shot to the forefront of my mind. So those were the two. Okay. Or those were the couple, however many we just named. Um, I mean, and then even this year, like guys would say Brock Purdy, but if you look at what he did, I don't think that's overhyping. He performed on the on the field. From right? what people saw, yeah, it seemed to make sense. Dude played really, really well. So Yeah, okay. Cool. There's I, definitely a lot of baseball guys like this, though. Like there's a Joe Adele is somebody who we were told was the next five tool player was going to be unbelievable. Yeah, not so much. Like there this happens in baseball more than any other sport, I think. My only thing with Lamelo Ball is like he did show some talents to begin with. But he with. was hyped up like he was the ne- like this unbelievable force that was going to take over. Eh, okay, not so much. Obviously, he's fallen off this year, but yeah, okay. Fair I mean, Wen Benyama, I think, is already the most hyped. Like this kid has to come in and be Kevin Durant plus Giannis yeah. at this point, or he's going to be under. You know, he's not going to live up to the expectation, which is wild. What about Bronny? You think he's? I think I he's, he's got to be hype, the most. Though. I don't know. Really? Okay. I, I do, but I, he's also too far away now to know. Uh, Mike Molesky wants to know, hey, guys, he has a serious question and a fun question. While we've heard that the MVP buyback program will be extended to include MVPs in 2023 Tops Chrome, do you think there's a chance Fanatics might provide a buyback for something else between now and then to sustain the great momentum the hobby's been regaining? Yeah, so they talked about this at the uh, Tops conference. They said the MVP is for sure in place and there will be other things also. So does that mean the MVP awards in other sports? I, I don't know, but they did make it sound like this was going to be something they were going in a, a program they were going to extend. And they also talked about like the first program. Uh, like I'm trying to think, well, Adley's not a rookie, but whatever. A true rookie. First time they come to the plate this year. First hit. We're going to tops is going to buy that ball, cut up pieces of the baseball, put it on cards, different things like that. That's different than buyback, but some more of the innovation they've been talking about, at least. Very cool. Um, Abe Abt. Abt? ABT? Yeah, we talked about this. The Otani rookies. The Otani. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep, we Otani trout. It's interesting though. There are so many variants. He points out. It's absolutely insane. Matt Service with the mint coming up. Have either of you ever been to Batista's Hole in the Wall? I guess it's an Italian place. I don't know that I trust Italian in Vegas, but maybe. I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever left the resort that we were at, like the hotel, because there's like everything there. Every time we go, we stayed the MGM Grand. I'm not leaving. MGM. What did we do? Weren't we just there at the end of last year? You and I. Oh, and Hannah was there. Yeah, the Beckett, the summit. We went oh, for industry that. summit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But again, I don't think we left for that. Uh, oh, we went to that steakhouse. That's right. Let me hit one other one here. Go. I was curious. Nathan Hamilton just like, hey, first of all, thanks for the Desmond Ritter flyer. His prices have doubled. What do you do now? I think I sell Ritter right now. I haven't looked at his pricing, but if if based on what Nathan Hamilton is saying, he has doubled up. Say you spent a thousand dollars, and it's now worth two thousand. I'd sell a thousand bucks worth of stuff, hold half your collection. You're playing with house money. That's okay. what I would do there. Very Some cool. of these other things we talked about, the WBC, Nathan, we, we obviously chatted about. Um, and I think we talked about the Robin thing last week. That was one of the, you talked about uh, the Dennis Rodman documentary coming up. Yeah. Documentary coming up uh, with the guy from Ant-Man. Uh, Cole Benz, what mid nineties box baseball box would you recommend for a fun rip and or best value you can chase? Oh, mid nineties. 
Stadium Club is probably a lot more affordable than a finest or a best. So if you could find a Stadium Club, I'd be in on that. Um, Tops Chrome, again, probably expensive at this point, but if you could do something like that, I mean, I, I don't know about affordability. I like those products. Okay. So that's what I'm going to go with. Finest, best, Stadium Club. Um, there was actually some cool old school pinnacle boxes back then, which was weird. I am, uh, I'm really interested to see what baseball does in the next few months because now there's been so much hype and there's been so many products yeah. that it's like, well, is did we reach that pinnacle and it got overhyped and it comes back down some, or does it continue to rise up until the start of the season? Here's the good news though: the product release schedule does slow down some before it really kicks in again. I oh, think yeah. that's I think good. That's it's what actually, we talked about. Like, it's there's actually not a, much left. That's what I mean. It's actually a good time for it. So okay, yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. So what's the hot? What's the hot sport? Do you think over the next Baseball. couple months? No question. Baseball over the next month or two as we lead up to the season. Not Baseball basketball? for the next month. The- basketball. After that, okay, let's get into the playoff hunt because there's some guys in basketball too who I just think are criminally. I actually bought these cards at the industry summit. I bought, uh, I bought like four or five Donovan Mitchell. I think they were BGS nine five prisms. I paid sixty bucks and I was like, this is a great deal. I sold them the other day in that black box. They were doing like forty dollars, dude. Donovan Mitchell. There's a wow. number of guys like that though, where the whole sport, like we talked about with the card ladder index, has just performed weak. Even though some of these guys are playing really well and are on teams that are playing really well, mm-hmm. it's like their markets haven't done anything. So I do think there's going to be a time, and I think it's going to be playoff success. Uh, it is going to be strictly linked to playoff success, but I think we're going to see a weird little window where basketball does finally have its moment in, in the sun again. I'm starting to wonder how much hype, like how much card prices are dependent, not just on their playing hype, but just overall hype in the media. Like, I feel like you have to have both to Correct. sustain to be the, some pricing. To be the next level star, yes. Like, you can play really well, but if you're not, like, in my face in a commercial or something like that, then maybe it's not as valuable. Yeah, there's a limit to the hype. If it, I mean, There's a limit to the value if there's not that kind of hype around it. Interesting. I agree. All right, that's your show. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. We're back on Monday. Do mm-hmm. we have a guest? Uh, we do. We have a guest on Monday show. So there you go. We have a guest on Monday show. That's your tease. And then me and Jesse will be here and somebody will probably produce it. So. Uh, Monday show is Jason Flynn. He's joining us again. There you go. There's a new soccer product out. It'll be interesting. Giddy up. See you Monday. Goodbye.